great lesson. I come out of it thinking, wow, this is awesome. But this is freaking hard. You even just talking about it makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back. Welcome aboard another part train. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan Singer. I got Matt Cermak with me. What's up, Evan? It's great to be back. How are we doing? It's been a while. I missed you, my I man. Know. I know. I, uh, I missed the last two. Guy's about to get married. By the time this comes out, you will be a married man. How crazy, crazy is that? Lately. Yeah. We're a yeah, week away from his wedding. Yeah. Next week. Any last minute advice, Ev? For well, being I told you, a couple things. You got to stay together. Always hold hands and stay together in the wedding or you'll get separated and you'll never see your yeah. bride and take a moment to kind of take a step back from everybody and take it all in because Tara and I joke, it was like a movie and I don't remember even living it. So it right. everyone told me it goes fast, but I didn't realize how much you black out because it's such a whirlwind of all your favorite people. So try and take it in just like we do on the golf course, walking down the fairway. They say to smell the roses, wow. smell the roses. Right there from a man who's done it himself. Thanks, Ev. I've only got a year, but you take know. notes, guys, for all you passengers getting ready to be getting married soon. Yeah, a take little free in. free wedding advice. Anyways, in case you guys are new, welcome aboard. We help frustrated golfers enjoy the ride again. Because if you can learn to smile through bad golf, you can smile through anything. We unpack the mental game with anyone from a golfer like you and me to a PJ Tour pro, a sports psychologist, etc. And today, Serm calls me yesterday. And he says, hey, man, I think I got something for the show. I might need to make a swing change, and I'm debating if it's worth it. We're going to go through and unpack yeah. when it's worth it to make a swing change, when it's worth it to maybe not worth it to make the change, when it's maybe time to stick with what you got. So I'm really excited to dig into this, the mental part, the physical part. But first, our friends at Roback are dropping everything under the sun. I think this is coming out either around Christmas it's that type yep. of thing where maybe you didn't get the gift you like, or you need something last minute, go to roback.com, enter the code train, get 15% off. I'm wearing the crew neck stretch performance sweatshirt right now. Serm's got polo, yeah, polo on. It's all deadly hoodies, crew necks, Q-zips, polos, joggers, the shorts, shorts, the golf pants, the t-shirts. They've got it all. I mean, Ev, with the wedding going on, I'm not going to have time to Christmas shop. I'm just going roback.com for my, my mom, my, dad, actually, my brothers. Like, it is just, the best gift, right? Because it's soft. Yeah. It's stretchy. No, Sometimes you think, oh, I got enough active wear. You know, I don't need to get more for myself. But we can always use another polo. You can always use another hoodie. Get yourself something nice or give it to a, a friend or family. So thanks 100%. to Roback. And thank you guys for hopping aboard the Roback train. All right. I mean... This is a fun conversation. We have no idea where this conversation is going to guide us. This Isn't is a bit great? of a chipping away here. A little, little club soda. A little club soda. Guys trying Favorite to stay trip. fresh before uh, wedding wedding week. Stay away from the gen for a week. Um, but why don't you give people some context? We we were joking off air that you got a lesson recently from um, Danino, who's been on the show, and your brother, Pat. And... They ironically were kind of telling you something similar that I heard, which is left hand. Left hand is getting a little weak, getting a little in the palm. Kind of crazy how easy it is to do that. And I thought, oh, okay, so we're both going to be working on the same same thing. This will be cool. But apparently there was more. And there is a bit of a 
a swing change they're suggesting. And also 2024 is going to be the year of you returning to competitive golf where I might wow. fly out to Chicago and caddy for you. Wow. So that's a layer here of you want to compete, yeah. but do I want to change? So maybe let's start with the lesson. Why did yeah. you go and get the lesson? And what did you learn in the lesson? Cause this yep. is usually where it starts, right? You don't necessarily well, want to overhaul anything, but you get a lesson and things might change. Well, it's a little bit of a mix. So you'll like this. Ev. So shout out to Steve Danino and my brother, Patrick, sir, Mac Patrick's working for Steve. It's Steve Danino golf Academy. And they're great, you know, and I wanted to, I like getting a lesson at the end of the year, Ev. like kind of after, so yeah. this was a couple of weeks ago, the golf season's kind of over. It's funny though. It's like 50 degrees today again in Chicago. What is going on? But get out um, there. I know. Clear but, the uh, head, a little pre-wedding jitters, get it out. Hit it's some supposed balls. to be 50 on wedding day too. I told you that. I mean, that might, I don't know if you can out? play, but other guys are going to be playing, you know, sneak go, out. <laughs> <you might. laughs> so I told these guys going to the, into the lesson. Guys, here's what I here's here's what I can tell you. All right, here's I had a good, pretty good year. I had some some lower scores, 69, 70, a couple 71s. I you know, I've kind of figured out my takeaway finally, you know, the dreaded mm. takeaway. What's but that feel like? First three feet, <laughs> right palm going to <laughs> right palm <laughs> facing the ball. And that, that really helped me at the start of the year. I brought that into like when we first started playing Arizona, because it was a moment I had out in Kansas City last February. So that was really, and I think that had a lot to do with some more consistent ball striking for me. But what was kind of glaring for me this year, it was, in terms of a full swing perspective, it was my irons. Not, I don't hit my irons high enough. It's just a fact. And I'm looking at my scores throughout the year, and I'm looking at my score. All my low scores were public courses. Anything in a private course didn't get lower than 75. And I'm like, I just, and I'm just kind of seeing you know, some of my competitors or people are like my brothers, I should say, or people I know just hit it higher than I do. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's go into this lesson. I'd love to be able, I'd love to figure out how I can hit it higher, but hit it higher and hit it solid at the same time. Take um, you to I Scotland have, and that problem yeah. will vanish. I have no problem like- trapping the ball. I, I'm really yeah. good at trapping the golf ball, but that's not great on you know, private golf courses, especially because they're, they're firmer, they're faster, and you've got to be able to, you know, stop the golf ball. So maybe so some elevated thing. greens as well. Sure. You name it. Yeah. You know, you know, that six iron from 180, you know, I'm, I'm making great swings out there, but I'm just watching the ball funnel and funnel and funnel. And if you, you know, and so, so going to the lesson, kind of explaining that maybe we can find some things to work on, but Ev, you know, you're working on your grip. It's been a huge thing for you. At the start of the lesson, I say, Steve, what, how's my grip look? And it turns out a little bit in the palm. <laughs> what a great question to ask too. Because we yeah. all we all want to say, just find me the one thing in my swing that maybe I can do better. Like for me, I was like, help me keep it a little bit more on plane. Help me not roll the face open. Help me understand what that feels like. But take a look at my grip. Yeah, I always- what a great question. Yeah, I, that's always big for big for me. So, and and this is what's you you have had some real big eye opening things with the grip. And just when you think you're it's it's right, it's not. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting a little too much in my palm, not a ton, but enough, and just had to feel like get more in the fingers. And Steve likes a long left thumb down the grip. I was getting a little scrunched, so worked on that right and got that going, which is good. 
And then we got into takeaway. I said, Steve, I've worked hard on my takeaway. Take a look. He goes, man, it's pretty good. You've really got that face pretty square. But we get to the top of the backswing. I said, you know, Steve, my history is, is, you know, I'm a little short. I'm a little laid off. That club face is open. So as we know, I've got to work hard to manipulate that club face. I back up a little bit. I have to flip it off into square it up and then hit hold off pull cuts Which you're pretty good at. I can't, I, I, look this is not a sympathy episode right i, <laughs> yeah. I, I play i i'm able to it's, it's my swing i'm able to play i'm able to to do it but it does create yeah i think I'll that's just, actually a very important distinction yeah, right yeah. serm's a scratch player and it's easy to talk about the flaws but this is what he's played with for years this is what he's always right played and with if, so and if i want to play tournaments next year this is on my mind, right? This is on my mind. Well, what, what but is we, this a classic trap though? We'll get to this. Well, maybe, this is right? what we're going to find out, right? You know, is this a trap where you're starting to, you want to play? I mean, you shot some of the best scores you've shot in recent history this past year, right? You were hitting it incredible in Arizona when we were playing together. Yeah. Consistent. Very consistent um, best. I've seen you hit it. You were throwing in some competitive events so I'm thinking, well, I need to fix these flaws, right? Maybe that's a trap. We'll get to it. Yeah, I just, you know, I watch guys that play competitive events. My peers, like I said, my brothers, my friends, they just hit more solid, especially with their irons. Damn it, wheels. <laughs> wheels? <laughs> he thought he was muting himself. <laughs> we, I love when we get the yell to the dog. Wheels, stop. The <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm just thinking like, if I do end up playing tournaments next year, which is the plan, I got to find a way to hit it more solid and I've got to hit my irons higher, you know? So we get, we're looking at the backswing, seeing the laid off, seeing the short. And then I kind of back up in transition and I kind of have to flip at it or just, I'm really working hard to control the face. Like really, I really have to work hard to control the face to find the feel and the shape. So, is, is I said, Steve, well, get me in the right position. We know that this is not textbook. We know this isn't even good. Get me in the right position. So here's what was cool about this lesson, Ev. Him and Pat did. I, you know, and this is stuff I had worked on long time ago, and I could never quite get it. You know, I just couldn't, you know, and, and you've had your challenges with the backswing. We all do. You know, I just couldn't quite get how, how do I get over the right shoulder you know, I was always thinking right shoulder, but I wasn't thinking about square club face. Hmm. And the and the feeling is, and this is hard. And this is the change I could ask, figure out how to make. Is if you got your glove on your left hand, mm -hmm. the glove, the emblem is going to face more behind you, as opposed to the emblem facing up, right? So my hands are. This is how I kind of am now, like this. I need to get more here, right? So, so instead of, I'm up here like this kind of right now, right? Yeah. Now, now I need to be more like that. Wow. That so doesn't feel like super bowed. It, oh my God. It feels so bowed to me. Yeah. Right. It, it completely. And it's all in it. Boy, my left wrist was sore the next day. <laughs> but in part of the way we got there too, Steve's like, I'll go back for a second. Matt, your takeaway is good. That club face is square there but you're disconnecting your right elbow away from your side. Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, when we got halfway up, right? And then it's kind of breaking away, breaking away. 
going. I've always been confused about that because they say connected, but at the same time, width means kind of like pushing out, which your right elbow has to get away from your body. So that's always confused me. Yeah, sometimes too much in the weeds, but a little, a little bit, right? So he's got okay, right elbows now. Got my takeaway thought that I've figured out. I got, I got the right elbow connected to the side. (laughs) Got my left hand feeling like I'm Dustin Johnson. My but God. in reality, it's just a it's a dead square club face. But if and it, then you what know, does that help? I'm you feeling my through. lack of flexibility in my right side, right? Like, oh my God! Like, right. I, and that's another thing I need to work on. Like my traps, my scapula. It's like, oh my God! So well, that's tough too, right? Like I <laughs> yeah. stand up in my backswing, but Rick Sessinghouse told me he goes, "Well, that's there's a reason you do that. There's you probably have." some um instability or inflexibility some stiffness in your mid spine your mid back where it's right. really hard for you to coil so yeah. i stand up right so that's another thing to maybe keep in mind as we talk through this of like yes you you're saying things like i need to get more flexible i need to bow my wrist more but are we it sounds great it gets us to a good place but is it repeatable can our bodies do it naturally or is it so difficult for our bodies to do it? We create so much tension by trying to achieve a good position. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense. Ev. And this is what, this is what is so difficult about golf. And you know, this Ev, and everybody listening knows about this. When you're trying to make a swing change, not only do you have to, you know, figure out what it feels like and get to that spot, then you got to go, <laughs> you got to go take the swing the other way. Right. You know, and and hit and hit a good golf shot over and over again, right? Like, yeah, it's a it's a habit you're trying to instill, right? And, but you have that habit's moving, right? Like, if you want to get up earlier, just that's a, really a mental thing, right? This is a physical. You just you wake up on you wake up and then you do it again and you do it again, and it's it's just a mental thing. This is a physical and mental thing when you switch something in your golf swing, and it's like really really difficult, as we know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was really cool actually to understand, feel the position, do the position, because I remember working on this stuff years and years ago, couldn't just couldn't quite get it, couldn't quite get it for whatever reason, whoever I was working with at the time or I just whatever. But this was so that was really cool. I actually really saw the visual. I was doing it. Well, I was looking just rock solid, you know, Trevor Immelman at the top. You ever watch this swing from mid 2000s? But F, it hurts physically. <laughs> and, you know, I was hitting one every four solid shots, right, on the simulator. So great lesson. I come out of it thinking, wow, this is awesome. But this is freaking hard. It's a butt. You know, and. He is called this, me. Called right. me almost immediately. Ev, I don't know if I, mean, I want I used to commit to, to this. <laughs> I used to practice four days a week in the winter as a kid growing up playing. I, I don't, I don't hit balls in the winter anymore. Not to say I shouldn't go to the or dome, I, right? Get we up your boy. Slow-mo swing library. Yeah. Hit the domes, hit the, hit the nets hit the simulators at the nets. But yeah, I could do that for two months and then you come out and like, <laughs> you know, all these, what ifs, will you make the improvements? Is this, a, is this, is just how you want to live your golf life? What am I, what am I, you know, is it? Well, there's a kind of a part of it. We talked about this on an episode about maybe a month or two ago. There is kind of a, a magic of being in a cold weather place for winter where you can kind of work on something and you don't have to worry about taking to the course. You can groove emotion like that has to factor in. 
hundred percent. Right. That's what, right. Totally. Totally. That's why I'm really kind of mulling over because it is an opportunity these next couple of months to just, you're not going to be playing outside, just, you know, go and work on it. So I'm also thinking to myself, you know, there's like, I'm thinking, man, this would be, if I could figure this out, I know, I know, do I know, but I'm saying to myself, I know I could become a, such a better ball striker, more consistent ball striker, tournament ball striker. But I also realized, man, my pitching and chipping sucked this year. Really? Sucked. Yeah. Just was not, my putting was great compared to the previous year, but my pitching and chipping just so inconsistent up and mm-hmm. down. And I was like, you know, that's a, that's, that's two strokes right there per round. You know, maybe I just need to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to practice, I'm going to take more time to practice. I should just double down on that. So that's the conundrum, you know? Yeah. There's a lot to dig into here. So first things first, what would hitting, it's so funny to hear. This is like such a different level, right? Like someone's listening. That's a 10. Like, I bet you they're thinking, God, I wish my only thing that I was trying to improve is hitting it higher versus like hitting it straighter or, you know, bringing misses in. Yeah. But that's all in this. I'm category. sure that's a part of it. It's all part. It's, it's the way you talk about strategy, it. It's right? just, it's, yeah. it's funny to me, but it seems like that. I just want to know, let's play best case scenario. Let's yeah. say you, you groove the motion in the dome for two months and you come three, out three the months, start of the really. year, three months. Yeah. You come out in the spring. What does that look like? What does the CERMAC with this new move do that the CERMAC this past year didn't have? Well, the what first does that step, do for your game? Well, the first step is, can, can I actually do it? Can I actually make the change, right? So I come out in April and that's a different golf swing, man. That is a different move. Like, boy, that looks good at the top. That's step one. Mm-hmm. I got to get there. Where my swing is repeating with that move. Then step two is, can you actually play? Like, <laughs> Well, let's say you guys, can. Right, right. Let's assume can, you can. You actually what are you doing differently? What does your game, how does your game look differently? Let's say, assume you've grooved it, you've figured it out. Obviously, everything's a work in progress. Yeah. But you're not having to consciously think about it. It's starting to evolve. Yeah. What what are you doing differently? What's better in your game because of that? Because all I've heard so far, just to be, I'm going to point out, I'm going to challenge you because that's the purpose of this episode. I'm going to point out what I'm hearing. All I've heard so far is it looks better. It looks right. It looks better at the top and you can hit it higher. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, but when you hit it higher, you want to hit it solid too, right? It's very hard to hit a golf ball to the moon and really solid and really straight. (laughs) Right. I can hit a golf ball to the moon anytime I want. I hit the golf ball to the moon all the time. But it's not, I can. Tell you but, it's not easy to do straight, but it's not consistent. Like it, 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 I have to consciously think about it. I can trap the golf ball better than anybody and hit that straight, but I can't. I can't. You know, I, I just can't trust putting it up in my stance, more up in my stance, like you do with a four iron or a five iron, and hitting it. You know, way up and getting it to land soft. So, yeah. so what does it do? I mean, if I'm if I'm if I figure out this move, I'm less reliant on manipulating the club face. So I'm going to hit it straighter. I'm going to hit it farther. And I got the opportunity to hit it different trajectories. 
it's the whole there, it's everything we want right yeah is there a because part I'm of you kind of a, i have to kind of hit everything kind of medium to low i mean i can hit it high just not on call and i can't draw the golf ball at all now granted that's a, that's not the end of the world yeah it's but it's like nice. truly a situation i'm in where with the especially with the longer clubs you know so yeah i mean dustin johnson couldn't draw it right either yeah not the end of the world yeah is there a part of you that thinks because i want to get back to the crux of the issue right to for someone listening they're like should i make the change or should i not right there's always this question of like do i really want to put the work in and am i willing to get worse and if i'm willing to get right. worse for a little while what's going to get better right for me and my changes like there was only way there was only move upwards like I wasn't hitting, I wasn't playing golf. You're, I was just hitting it all over the place. So there's no way to play golf with you. You broke par many times and you've been playing this way your whole life. And you're a really scrappy, great player. The question is, are you sick of being scrappy? Is there a part of you that sees your brothers and other top players in the fairway more or on the green more? And there's a part of you that thinks this is your way to make your job on the course a little bit easier, make it so you're not needing to rely on your short game, maybe elevate your game with a little bit better ball striking. Is this rooted from what you struggle with your whole playing career that you think this could be the thing that helps you get there? Yes. And I'll take it even a step further. That'll be actually relatable to the, to the listeners. My last round of the year at Ravislow, I shot 71. We talked about that round. I played with former, uh, alumni of the train, Kent Wilson. Mm -hmm. And Kent's like a 12 handicap. And uh, I think he shot 90 that day. Didn't play. He played all right. But anyways, Kent's a good player. He's had rounds 80, 79. Um, I think he's currently a 12. There was a par three on the front nine. I, said, I don't know. I forgot what a hole it was. It was 188 yards or something like that. So I'm hitting five iron. I don't know what he hit. And I made a really good swing. Medium trajectory. Ball just kind of bounced 25, 30 feet. Good shot. It's a good shot. Long hole. He hits whatever he hits so much higher than me. Lands on a dime, eight feet. Mm-hmm. And I made a comment. I said, wow, that was a great shot. Like How that's what you hole? needed to do. 188, 190 yeah. yards. And I made a I made a really good swing. But my ball's just coming in lower. And it skits. You know, and and he hit this really beautiful high towering. Mm. mid long iron whatever he hit and it stopped on a dime i was like what now obviously i'm a zero handicap it's 12 handicap yeah but it's like i don't think i could have done that shot this is so funny i don't think i could have done that shot because he trade Um, places you in a second but we all look at what we don't have (laughs) correct right right and that's a little bit of the danger here too so that was that so that was the last round of the year right and then i go get the lesson 10 days later. And that's, that was out of my mind. Now, yes, everything you said, this is always something I've thought about. I've watched my contemporaries just hit it more solid, hit it higher, hit it farther than me. You know, context just not as good, you know? So Hmm. what do you think of? I think we need to get to the root of the hesitation, right? Because something like this, at least in my experience, it's very hard to embark on anything half half in, right? And and if you're not 100% in, 
There's usually a reason why, whether consciously or subconsciously. Is some of the hesitation, the fact that it's a wrist angle at the top? We've talked about this. I talked to you. Remember, I went you to that tailor-made not, thing. You're not really into the wrist angle. <laughs> well, remember that? And you were yeah. like, you're like, well, first of all, you shouldn't be focused on your wrist angles when you're playing golf. That is correct. That is a fact, but it also can be a scary thing. It can turn into very positional. Let's just say it that way. But that's what it is. It right? is. You're, you're I am trying on a position. to force a new physical position with my hands and wrists. Right. And that still has to be done with the proper takeaway, the right elbow connected to the side. So you even just talking about it makes me nervous. <laughs> I'm not going to oh lie to you. Oh, God. I'm not going to lie to you. As you're talking about it, I was just like triggering to me. I'm like, yeah. God damn, I've been down this road before. The guy's got to get his certain takeaway a certain way, and then he's got to get his wrists at a certain place. And if he can do that, he's going to be finally hitting the shots he always could. Right? That This sounds... A little like now, the difference we've all been though, through. Av, correct. I'm still playing fine. I think you were not right. playing well thinking this was gonna fix you. Yes, that's a good that's actually a good distinction. Turned out to be really much simpler in nature and fun to you know. But we haven't seen you play with this correct into the course, so we don't know. But you, I mean, you're if, right. If I had you're, you're not thinking this is this, I'd be hitting it 220 yards. It although would, although I will challenge you back. There is a part of you in your language that thinks this could be a fix. We all want the fix. There's nothing wrong with that. I think this could be the thing you've been missing, which inherently means it could be a fix of of what you said, higher ball flight, better contact, longer yardage, like the things that you can play harder golf courses better. Yeah. Yeah, like so what I'm imagining what's going on in your head, because I know you quite well, is man, I'm a scratch player with all of the stuff we've already talked about because I can create shots, I can flight the ball through windows, I can move the ball, and I'm really good around the greens. I'm a bulldog yeah. around the greens, think, right? Think, and I can think I can grind better. And you can grind and you think through it, right? Yeah. What if I had the rest of it? What if I didn't have to grind? What if I can lean on that when I need it? But what if I don't need to grind as hard as my counterparts? Yeah, that's a good way to put it, Ev. That's it. Yeah. Maybe you're a little, is the bulldog a little beat down from all the grinding? Does the guy just <laughs> want to stop grinding so much? <laughs> I can relate to this, by the way. <laughs> it it can be tough out there, right? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't doesn't feel easy you know like um it, it can for others but yeah so i mean it's just it would it's just, it's just taking a, a lot of work it would take me back to like the old days of when i was younger playing competitively like maybe it's time maybe it's time man the question is like then this right and then the spring comes right and, the, and you're not quite getting it how long do you stick with it, or how do you say, or or do you just say, ah, screw it, you know? Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, you know, like we're not committed right now, right? I actually think, I actually have, it, actually have, I have a plan actually on this. Go ahead. I think okay. it's a little bit of a red flag that this is coming up right before 
we want to get you back in tournaments because to me that but i don't think me, i'm good enough to play that's that's it right there in, that's it right there I and could, i don't know I could, why you could, think that right i think i could is 70 not I good enough i can do okay well or are you saying you can't actually let's ask it this way in a, in a u.s mid-am qualifier are you saying in a, a u.s mid-am from 7100 yards i mean that's so, 70 these low scores are 6500 yards well, that's 6,600 yards and the greens were public course greens. Fine. They're not bad greens. They're not, they're not running at 11 and a half and, and they're, you know, they're as firm as can be. Right. Train's going to make a quick stop and then we'll get you right back to the show. I just wanted to hop on here and say thank you to all you guys and wish you a lovely holiday season and new year. Nothing to sell. No ads here. Just a thank you genuinely from the bottom of our heart. I don't think we say it enough, but this was my dream to be able to do this full time. And every single one of you that shares the show, that listens to the show, that follows us, that buys a hat, that buys rowback stuff, like everything, all those little things you guys do enables us to do this for a living. And it is my mission. It is my goal to help you guys enjoy the ride so that we can all just enjoy this thing called life a little bit more. And then obviously on the golf course as well. So thank you as always. Hope you guys have a great holiday. My best to you and your family and enjoy the ride. Take care. So are you saying that the game you currently have, you don't think you can shoot a two under 70 at a U.S. Mid-Am course? Or do you think a two under 70 is your peak I played really well and you need to be able to shoot a 68 or 66. It's it's not to say I couldn't do it. I I could do it. I could do it. But which is it? Is it my 70 is not good enough and that's my lowest or I need to be able to go lower? No, I just think my odds aren't as strong with the way I have to play golf at at tough golf courses. Hmm. I just, I mean, I'm not saying I can't do it. As you know, golf is about being a hero overnight. I could play. My, I could hit it awesome that day. It's not I could chip in, I could putt, right? I'm not saying it can't happen. It's just like, I feel like, you know, in that elite competition, unless, you know, US Mid-Am qualifier, that would be, I'm asking for a lot because of what I perceive as significant, uh, a significant flawed area in my game. Yeah. Compared well, to the I other think guys this there. is so good because yeah. this is really the question that every passenger needs to ask themselves when they're thinking about making a change. Is it, is this because I don't believe that I'm good enough without it? Right. Right. And, and we know the trappings of backswing and positional you're, you know, all about it. It's, it's hard to say it's the end all be all right. It's cause it's when it's like, there's other things to work on in your game that are very important. Well, like yeah. Pitching, if the, like, if, shipping, like in perfect role, you work on it all. Right. But that's we're all adults, right? You where can you where do you put your energy towards when you do get a chance to practice? Let me ask you this. And I'm going to ask it to you in a very specific way, but I'm going to frame it in a way that everybody can relate to. So the specific version is okay, if the issue we're trying to solve is height and spin to be able to have closer proximity to the holes in tough firm greens maybe elevated. Yeah. Can I accomplish that in other ways 
than changing my backswing. Can I change golf balls to add spin? Can I work on hitting spinnier shots? Can I work on putting it in different places in my stance? Is it a different kind of move through the ball where instead of trappy, it's a little bit more, you know, kind of flighted up in a way? Like, I guess the question is, is this the end all be all or are there other ways to, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Are there other ways to get closer to what you want to accomplish without blowing everything up? And do you think this is blowing everything up? Or if you think this is just one thing to work on? I mean, it's a domino effect, right? I get a good takeaway. I get the club face square over my right shoulder. Well, now I'm in a position to now potentially, right? Get that club to transition, you know, into the slot with the handle forward and your, and your weight moving. Right now, I don't do some of those things I just mentioned. And it's a domino effect, right? Yeah. So, I mean, now your question's fair. Are there other creative ways to tr to try to you know hit or promote some of those shots you don't seem like you can hit? Yeah, maybe. Maybe you know. Wouldn't you argue that a U.S. mid am in places that are firm and fast, maybe some wind, wouldn't that promote a player like you? Why do you say there's wind? I mean, there might be. Sure. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying tough conditions. You play better. There's a, that's grinder true. in a tough that's, tournament where people are going to shoot themselves out of it because of the stage. Wouldn't that, I'm just, I'm just throwing other options because I think the I real issue you. here I, I, is I, you're trying to help me think, which is yeah, the point of the I think episode, right? The real issue here is I don't think you believe you're good enough to play in tournaments. I believe I believe I'm good enough to hang in there, compete. I believe that I I I belong there, but I don't believe that I can win, or I don't believe that I can qualify. Mm. I think I can get close, you know. Not saying it couldn't happen, it couldn't happen. I just know. Yeah, but the way you talked about it, you needed chip ins, you needed to have a hot putter. Like yeah. those are things that it's. I like don't think I can buy in I, the sky. Right, I just don't think I can ball strike it going to be hard to hit enough for the proper shots to give myself, you know, a real okay, chance. Okay, so to... clearly the the which we knew we knew this, I feel the same way for me is you don't feel confident enough in your ball striking abilities to hang in. What you're saying is your strength is keeping you in it versus your strength is giving you an advantage, putting you ahead, right? Yeah. Because one weakness is pulling you back, the strength is kind of getting you back to neutral. What you're saying is you want a weakness to be more of an average or decent part of your game to keep right. you in it. Right. And then your your strength. Now, obviously, you'll have off days. Your strength can keep you in it. But you're totally. saying every round you'd like so that your strength gets you ahead. Yeah. Not just, just gets you back to neutral. Yeah, I just saw a lot like one of the, 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 the tougher courses i played this year it was just a lot of again guys i don't want to it's not about sympathy but it was 75 76 you know and even on some courses that weren't even that long but you're playing at a private club greens are just firm and fast and you're i'm hitting shots that yeah solid good we're exactly where i want to my spot but stopping the golf ball well I right can, yeah. and then you get a tighter fair, tighter fairways right very tight fairways at better golf courses and i'm just not compressing it same way as mm. I was at, you know, at a public course, for example. Yeah. And, and, and you see that it's like, 
And I thought that was actually a decent swing. That was that was my move. Right. That's not good. Well, that can be that's so, a great call out because it can be frustrating to not get a great result consistently. Obviously. Yeah, we get bad breaks and all this. Get things, bad you know? breaks, but consistently to not be rewarded for hitting a good shot can get frustrating out there. And it right, makes you, you wonder what's what am I doing what's, wrong? What's going on here? And, and, and for me, it's like, man, that's my move. You right. Know, could I have tried to hit it higher? Yeah, but I would have had to try it. it. Just it's not my that's not my move. You know, well, let me ask you this. What is what do you think would be easier? What do you think would be because I want the listener thinking about this for their game? Is it because you're a shot maker? Yeah. Could you learn to hit it higher without having a positional change in your backswing? Like, because um, yeah, I mean, I sure I could, you know, I could manipulate it to go high. Yeah. And how do you feel about like that? Was a pretty yeah, I could do that type of answer. Whereas when so think about the difference between how quickly you answered it that way, yeah, versus how you felt about changing your wrist at the top. Well, yeah, I mean, if right, if I had to go out and I could play in a you know on a tough day and. Hit the try to hit those high, higher shots because I right now I don't want to try to hit those because I just don't feel like it's I just feel the inconsistency levels is, will come right, out. You don't have confidence, but I, I could though, right? I could next round I you know could go do that. And there could be some good results because that's just, what I would get curious of, right? Like if you already know you're naturally a good shot maker and you're really good at manipulating the face, not in a in a controlling way, but more of like a I'm going to go out and hit shots way. The one thing we've learned from all these tour pros and top amateur players is if they focus on hitting shots and they're usually better off than getting to positions. We know that, right? So I guess the question would be, is it worth taking a couple weeks and seeing with your existing move, can you start practicing hitting higher shots and seeing what that does to your ball striking and consistency? And if that's just terrible or it's not working, then yeah. maybe you go to something. Cause I think that's the thing. Well, and, and I think what you've identified there is kind of like, this is it's this or that, right? It's either I go down the, the route of trying to make this swing change. Right. Or I just try to get better with what I have. Right. Right. And that's, so that's a, so it's a different type of practice. Because right? this is a very common thing I see, not only in golf, I see this, I've seen this in my family. I've seen this in myself. I've seen this with friends where when we put ourselves up for scrutiny, not even scrutiny, but we put ourselves up in an uncomfortable new thing, right? We're going to change jobs. We're going to put ourselves out there and start dating again. We're going to give a presentation when normally we're not the person in the front of the room. I think it's really easy to start thinking, I need to, like my brother's a perfect example. I don't think he listens to the show, so I'm going to tell it to you. Come on, Lee. Can you at least give us a chance? I think he sometimes listens. When I get a really big guest, I'll send it to him, <laughs> and I might be able to get him on. But he's not a big golfer, so sure. it's not like people are like, your brother doesn't listen to the show. It's it's because he's not a big right. golfer. But if he wants to change his job, he thinks he needs a new certification to become qualified to get a new position. Sure. But he's been at one of the biggest sports companies in in the world for 14 years, people would kill to have him. But do you see how he doesn't have enough self-belief or confidence that what he already has is good enough to get a position that he deserves? Right. I see that a little bit here 
where this well, is interesting timing right before we say, let's start. You're going to be a married man. You're going to go on your honeymoon. You're going to come back and let's figure out what tournaments to sign up for or mark on the calendar. I'm going to fly out and we're going to do this thing together. I mean, the route I could, the practical route to take for me is look, this is just too big of a swing change. It requires too much. It's too much unpredictability. It could be just, you're really going to suck the fun out of everything. And let's just think about getting that short game better and finding ways, like we talked about, to be you know more creative with trying to hit the ball higher. And you just accept, you just accept that these are just, t- this is, these are tough. That 200 yard par three, it's Gokey Country Club to a raised green is a tough hole for you. And you may make that, you're going to make your move and you're going to make your swing. And you go long, ball doesn't hold, you're getting up and down because you can control that part, right? Now, what's wrong with that? Right. And you're going to go dominate the par fives, you know, and you're going to sneak in a birdie or two somewhere else, right? And you shoot that 70. Can It could be done if I got even more dynamite with my chipping and pitching because that was off. And then hit that occasional higher, more solid shot without having to, right. you know, change. My I think wrist that's angles. the question, right? Are you making Are you making a change? You know, maybe I go get a, maybe I go get a lesson with you know our guy our guy Parker, right, or Joe May or somebody, and really relearn this kind of rethink about your short game because that could be changed and implemented quicker. Right, and I would challenge you to think about: Am I making this change for the single two hundred yard par three? Am I well, changing? No, I my- mean, you could you could go down the line for it. Of I'm making it for the, I'm making it for the, it? the 230 yard shot over the water on a par five. Yeah, because like shot. think about our buddy Ryan, like par four seventy sweeping par four. cuts when he's trying to land it yeah. soft. Par four four seventy. I'm hitting drive over four hundred. I want to hold the green. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, question is, Ev, how is this going to play out? So, what do you think the listener listeners wondering the same thing? Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because I've had, you know, I went to Gankus twice. Yeah. And man, that was brutal. Well, yeah. Yeah. Trying to learn a whole new system that he gave me feels like nothing against Gankus. I love the guy. No, he's a great teacher. But I think this is a happens too much in teaching is he gave me a new setup, a new takeaway, a new backswing. A new downswing. I literally couldn't even hit the ball. I couldn't hit the ball. Right. It wasn't fun. So I've been to lessons where it literally feels like, okay, I kind of felt this way after seeing Rick um, before St. Andrews. And it's common too, right? It's so new. It feels like you just blew up everything. I don't know how to hit the ball. I have to start from zero. And any change is hard. Anything in life. We know that, right? And you have to have the discipline to stick with it if you want to change something for the better. The tough part is with golf. I might be able to change the move, but can I play with the move? Right. Well, that's the thing. How many times have we heard? <laughs> how many times thing, have we heard right? that a pro? What did Foley tell us? It took Dustin Johnson a year to two years to get comfortable hitting the cut. Didn't he tell us that? Yeah. On the last pod, yeah. and and it makes me feel better about my game a little bit in the sense that right. like when I change my grip in my left hand. Like we talked about on the phone, my back nine last week, I shot a 38 on the front, riding the par train, making putts. Love that. 
like getting in it's just felt so good again to just ride the par train there's just nothing like that rhythm right but then at times it's really hard for me to commit because i might have a really light cut feel but i might miss it left right and so with my grip finally having not as open of a face giving you more control it's it's bringing it's creating shots i'm not used to seeing with feels I'm not used to producing. So it can be, I think the point of what I'm saying is we have to give ourselves time to work through discomfort, new things, learning what am I seeing with this new change. But also you need to be very committed that this is the thing you need to do. Because if you're even 80% in, not 100% in, in the first sign of of weakness or challenge or toughness, you're going to go back to what you did. 100%. And if I think I that goes go for everybody today, I If I had to go play today, I wouldn't work on any of this. No. So I think we need to get really clear on why the hesitation. It's just, can you commit to the... There's only, there's only one. Is it because you see you the... Com- you, com- you commit Is it because you can, you're at the bottom of the mountain and you're seeing the steep climb and you're like, I don't know if I want to climb this thing? Yeah, and the fact is that I played pretty pretty good golf this year. Right. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not desperate. Right. I actually made some interesting progress this year. Right. That's <laughs> you know, why. Now yeah. it's like this is go- This is the trick and go- the trap in golf. Sometimes you want more. We always want more. Well, that's think what about, I'm talking about today. Think about Trevor Immelman. I'm. Think about I'm, all these guys that have got hurt. But yeah. Yeah, we were talking about guys who made swing, a lot of swing changes, right? Yeah, but guys that get to the top, and then they say, "Oh, I can get even better," right? Right? What we exactly what we talked about? Well, if I'm, let's say, let's say Serm won a major, okay, let's just throw it out there. And what if after you win, what major would you win? You'd win a U.S. Open, yeah, grinder, yeah, Uh, or British actually with your flighting it low. Let's go British. Let's, you won an open championship. Great I'll caddy for you in Scotland. It, it's Appreciate at the old course. You won the open at the old course. And you thought, you think to yourself, if I can win like this, imagine what I could do if I was hitting the ball more solid. Well, this is what Tiger Woods did his whole career. And, and somehow he figured out how to do it, but it's not normal. And this had a really bad influence on my generation of players. Always tweaking, always working. And it's like, that's really not how it is. Right. And but then you look my, at Fred Couples, and it's the opposite, right? What, right. What am I? You know, you got to be. You got. I got to be clear with my goals, my intentions. Build a program all around it, and go all in. Make sacrifices. You know, <laughs> listen to yourself. It's <laughs> but, like you're about to go off to fucking. Uh, What's well, uh, not fun? Army training. Well, it's not. It's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm gonna go to the dome and hit it. Hit, Hit it terrible day after day. Yeah, it's not easy to do. And it's going to hurt. And I'm going to, you know. Well, I think you've answered your own question. If you're experiencing physical pain. Well, I mean, I think I'll find, but I have to work on that too. But that's my point. Yeah. There's a lot of work on my flexibility. I got to be doing more. There's a lot of got to's. There's a lot of have to's in this, right? It already feels like an obligation and we haven't even started. Yeah. So what I would say, as your I'm a grinder. Co- as your co-captain. <laughs> as your co-captain on this. 
Because this is a great distinction, right? You didn't go to get a lesson desperate like I've done so many times where you're like, I don't care what you tell me to do. I'm so lost. I'll do anything. You're not in that place. If someone's listening and they're in that place, yeah, yeah. if someone is in that place, then it makes sense to commit. But I'm telling you, you have to commit. And I've been in that place before. You can't give up after a month. And you can't be working on too many things either. You have to get clear direction. And that's after checking your grip alignment posture first, because it could be that. Listen, listen to me right now. Look at what it's you've not, taught me. It's nice. You see how far I've come. Um, but I think the point is for you, you went into a lesson as a, let's get a tune up. Give me something to work on in the off season. I'm not desperate. I can already tell. From everything I know about you. You might say I'm desperate, actually. You, well, we're going to find out how good, because I want to get to that level of my contemporaries. Yeah, but I don't think you need... I don't need to, though. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, this this conversation proved that there's, in your gut, in your intuition, in your language, the way you're talking about it, this is an excitement. This is a little bit of dread and hesitation. Yeah. So. Yeah. If we listen to our natural instincts, because guess what? You're not going to keep doing something if you're not super passionate and all in on it. I mean, it's a good analogy for marriage, right? Like you got your wedding next week. You're all in. It's 100% clear to you. Whereas in the past, it wasn't, right? So we have to remember that same intuition, that same inner guidance system that says, this feels like a little bit too much for me. I feel like I quote should, but that's not naturally you. What I would love for you to think about doing is you get back from that honeymoon and you say, okay, I, I know there's a challenge in my game where I'm a good trapper of the ball. I'm a really good flighter of the ball. It's great and windy and hard and fast conditions, but in regards to standard Midwest tough golf courses, it's not really conducive to hitting the ball closer to the hole. So what I'm going to work on is not changing anything in my positions. I'm going to do what I do naturally, which is I'm a great grinder around the greens and I'm a great shot maker going in and staying creative, right? I'm going to do this. You're going to be really deliberate with the shot you're going to hit and you're going to go work on hitting high, soft shots. And I bet you that might unlock some natural things that happen with you just being a shot maker versus feeling the obligation to change something and blow up your backswing. So what I'm hearing from you is you don't want me to go down this route. What I'm saying is I don't think you want to go down this route. And it may need a little more reflection, but I think your language and your energy about it tells the the reason why I want to go. The reason why I want to go down the route is because Again, we got to find out if I'm right or not, or if Steve's right, right? Or Pat, I know what I could be. Mm. I know I know what I could be. Could. But is that is that more than what I actually just am, you know, at this point in my life? Well, I would challenge you to say, I know what you could be. I'm actually enticed by the grind. What could come out on the other end? See, this feels, this is interesting. I, I challenge I you that you're not going to do it and you're standing up for it now, which tells me maybe. <laughs> but I worry about taking a big step backwards, coming out playing next year in the warm weather and I'm not having fun and like, what am I doing? Yeah. 
Right. But because maybe, we don't, we but, don't want that, you. Maybe that's it. Actually. Maybe I just work, do all in these next three months in the dome, in the simulator. And I'm going to come out for that first month or two. And either I'm making progress. And if I am, I'm sticking to it. And if not, just throw it out the door. I got the old swing. Yeah, you can. That's a good point. Let me ask you this. I know we're almost at time. Let me ask you this. What if you said yourself, you don't, you didn't feel comfortable trying to hit it high on the course. That's not a shot you normally play. You don't have confidence in it. What if you spent two weeks or a month working on that? Nothing positional, just shot making. Of trying to land it soft, what would you do? Trying to hit it higher. What does that do for your, what does that make how, your body do naturally? I know how to hit, again, just, we'll, we can do this for hours. I know that I can hit it high, but can I hit it properly and, and solid too? Well, that's, you know? I think, what you have to try. Because what I've heard is, you know you because can do it, Because my angle's not changing the way the club comes into the ball. It's just maybe I got that, I'm just trusting, putting it more up in my stance and just swinging my, you know. Yeah, it's kind of what guy. you taught me out of the bunkers, right? Right. You just kind of create fair, that Ab, angle. But but Ab, that's the that really is the practical route. Your swing's your swing. Be creative. You know what it takes to hit. You know how to. You know how to do it. Can you? You're not great at it, but can you become okay at it? Yeah, and I think I think and, the other and, thing and that's, that maybe, that's what we got to deal with with golf guys. Like we're gonna have weaknesses. I think that's the other thing to round out this conversation yeah. is a lot of times we think, and I did this this past week, you think you found something and you think it's going to fix everything. But when you start doing something new, your experience changes and new discomforts and surprises are going to pop up, right? Yeah. So I have already seen that I'm on the right path with my left grip because my dispersion has come in. Right. A miss is still playable in in most cases. There's some not, but then I started to but bring it's already up, be, it's already better. But it's it can get even more. But instead of a block right off the off the map, a, a hook has come back into play, which on one hand tells me I'm probably in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Because you can straighten that out. But yes. sometimes a wide open face going right and spinning right is I what do I do with that? Right. So on one hand, I'm seeing new things. I'm feeling encouraged and I'm on the going in the right direction, but I'm learning from the new experiences. I'm learning that this feel when I do X, I have a tendency to miss it left now. So I need to feel a little bit more quiet through the hitting zone. And even with a cut quote feel, the face is more square. So it, it's going to draw a little bit more than it used to. But is it all mechanical or is it just, you got your grip, you just got to trust your plan and that's going to create good tempo and good balance and all those things. It's probably both, but it's also learning because of the new grip, there's new things that have come up, which can sometimes make it tough to commit because I'm not used to seeing that, right? So you have to be willing. Well, the, you, and, can, and, you keep and, me and honest. Yeah. I think you have to be willing to adapt where instead of just going back to what I've always done, I'm kind of playing in a new arena right now. Right. And I think the, the challenge for us and, and anybody who plays golf is 
you got to get used to seeing things you don't want to see. I mean, pros yeah. go to the range, go shoot 62 at their home course, and then go hit big high blocks in the golf course or a big pull hook. And they just right. deal with it. Right. Well, that's what I told you off air. I, and if you like, see it, I like, need to remember my I've weak struggled. right. Right. That's why my back left. nine went off the rails. That's week. that's because a mental. I, that's a mental. Because I saw a weak right, and I was like, I went. I had a little bit of a panic moment, without realizing it, because I was like, wait, I thought that was all because of my weak <laughs> left hand. Maybe I didn't fix it. It doesn't matter how good our swings. If I figure out my back swing and my club face, I'm still going to hit shots way left and way right. Right. And because so the game. Of so does Adam Scott. Right. The right. best swing we've ever seen. Right. Because our minds. So that's, I think, an important reminder is we can't let outliers of the bad shots take us off our path for what we're trying to improve. We can't say that this is no longer working because that shot came up. Right. And look, you shot a 38 on the front. You're feeling success. You're thinking about your score. Yeah, I got excited again. Rory McIlroy, 2012 Masters. The blow up on the back nine. Part of them. Remember that? You think he's got a square club face over his right shoulder at the top? It's perfect. Hitting yeah. pull hooks. Yeah, that's true. Mind. So yeah. we gotta you we always have to deal with be used to seeing things you don't want to see. That's a great <laughs> reminder. That's a great yeah. reminder. So where do we leave people with? I don't know if we have a decision from you. Well, one thing I'd all kind of wrap up with is guys, if if you're work you want to make if you're thinking about a mechanical change with your coach, with your coach, by the way. Yeah, great. It's great point. It's gotta be in the off season. Or if you live in LA like Kev, you're going to go play rounds. If you want to think think about it and work on it, you're going to play rounds, not for score. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you really always have to have that, that distinction. For me, Ev, I'm going to get married next week. I'm going to think about it. I'm thinking about it now. I'm gonna Are you going to be thinking about it up at the altar? On, I got my seven iron right there. I've been doing moves every night. I do in my office, you know. But we've got to come, we've got to get a plan. There's going to be more to come from this that we're going to have to we're going to have to figure out what's actually going to happen. And I think are the decision you, comes probably after Christmas. Are you going to be thinking about your wrist position up on the altar? It could be, you know. Then I forget to say I do, you know. And I'm thinking as I'm thinking about. You know what? I'll, <laughs> I will watch out for this as your co-captain on the train. And if I start to see hesitation, I'm going to say your backswing's fine. Say I do. God, and I heard that so much too as a kid because I was too obsessed with my backswing. And now maybe really? I'm getting, re- oh yeah, I'm getting Same. re-obsessed, re-obsessed. And maybe this is not good, but that's what we're going to find out. I think we just need to get clear for anyone hesitant about making a swing change. We just need to get really clear on where the hesitation is rooted from. It is may it be the- interesting getting Pat, my brother Pat and Danino on the pod with us to talk about this and talk yeah. about this with students and changes. And how to approach this could be interesting. More to come. I, I'm gonna say more to come. There. We're gonna leave this as a we're hanging in the balance right now. We don't know. Yeah, I think the takeaway for me is you have to be committed to it. You have to know why you're doing it. You have to know where you're trying to go with it, and you have to stick with it and understand what your checkpoints are that you're on the right direction, right? And you need to be working with someone to guide you. Otherwise, Correct. you're gonna feel lost. And Correct. you're going to stop within the first month, maybe even the first week of seeing really poor results. You've okay, done it take, after the fir- after the first lesson. I've done it after the first <laughs> 10 balls. I've that tried the quick fix. <laughs> I've tried new things at the driving range. I've tried eight different things at the driving range, hoping to find something. 
Okay. So if anyone knows what doesn't work, it's me. Take it from me. Have a coach, get a plan, but you got to be committed to it and you got to know why you're doing it. Okay. And you got to be excited about it because what do I know? You're going to stop doing hard shit if you don't love it or you're, or you're not excited about it. It might not be easy. It might not be fun all the time, but you have to be excited about it. Otherwise, you're going to give up. So I think for you, sir, my takeaway is we need to get clear on why you don't believe you're good enough and ask oh yourself, is this the right way to get better? I Correct. would love to challenge you to try to be a shot maker and hitting higher shots and see what happens. Try that for a week and see what happens. And if you're like, this just isn't working, I can't do it from the position that I'm at or the contact just isn't there, then yeah. explore something else. But I would love to give that a go. doesn't matter. First. I know I can do it. On, I know I can do it on the range. Jeff. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to go out and play. Can I do it on the court? I, and I Why are you out right to now? LA? Well, I actually could today. Go out today. Yeah. This Don't play for end. score. Try to hit high, soft shots. See what happens. Ev's a little worried, guys. He's with some of the things I was talking about. <laughs> it's triggering. Tell him talking me out of this. He does not want to. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just saying the way that you're talking about it. We've all been down this path. I don't feel full commitment and excitement from you. More so to come. Just think stay about tuned. that. Stay tuned, guys. All right, guys. I like the thoughts. I like what you had to say, but stay tuned. Okay. Well, I hope I hope this was valuable for you guys. If it was, give us a review at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, hop aboard the email newsletter. I send out a, a newsletter every Monday called The Train of Thought. It's just one little thought or nugget or insight we've gotten um, from the show or otherwise. And that'll keep you on track in between podcasts. And it gives you first access to merchandise drops like our new hats that just dropped. Email lists Very uh, gets the first stab at it. And usually we have giveaways for like the first five to 10 of something. You either get it free, you get a free glove could or whatever be some, it is. Could be some new things coming. Giveaways, new maybe things a promo coming. code. Who knows, right? We'll new see. things coming, yeah. So, And obviously YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at The Par Train putting up new stuff every day. So... No matter if you're making a swing change, if you're hitting it good, no matter if you don't believe you can hang with other people, if you're playing a tournament, what do they got to do, sir? Just enjoy the ride. Guys, enjoy the ride and grind out there. Even if, even if the wrist angles really hurt, just enjoy the ride, guys. Even if your wrist <laughs> is in a, in a brace because you're trying to achieve a certain wrist angle at the top, Yes. Just enjoy the ride. And you're pole hooking it. Just try to enjoy the ride. If you're pole hooking it, if you're blocking it right, just enjoy the ride. Hey guys, this is Evan. Before you hop off board, if you love the podcast and you love our merchandise drops, I think I got something you'll probably enjoy. You go to thepartrain.com, hop aboard our email list, get a free newsletter that keeps your game on track, a little mental nugget every Monday. And then maybe even more importantly, first access to merchandise drops before any Instagram promotion. We send it to our email subscribers first. And so if that interests you, hop aboard the email list at thepartrain.com. Hope you guys enjoyed the ride. Take care.